Oh, Cutstro, drop a beat one time. Cutstro in the head house. Let's go, let's go. What it do, what it do. Rap and BS podcast with our live. That's right, the first ever Rap and BS podcast brought to you with the crew, minus one. So it's the Funky Four, minus one. <laughs> Yo, who we got in HD, what's up? Yeah, we got DJ Dubu on the mic right now. To my right hand side we got... Uh, Scott Ski Love, what's up? Yeah. And our DJ in the house? Yo. <laughs> Yo, that's Vidal um, Cutstro, for those who didn't catch that. Cutstro, check him out on the ones and twos. And this is going to be a monthly podcast we're going hey, to bring yeah, to you. First of all, you got to say your name. Oh, State yeah. your name, cuz. Oh, yeah, this is um, Darren, Darry, Big Tunes D, whatever you want to call me. <laughs> uh, Darren James Norris, if you want to go official. Uh, T, before we crack on, um, yeah. was there an interesting story you can tell us about um, Chicago Town Pizzas <laughs> and, really? work, and work in the line? What, really? Straight away? You want me to go? Oh, I don't know, but maybe... A- Maybe we'll come back to that. Maybe we'll save yeah, that. Yeah, let's come back to that. Okay. Yeah, so but it is know. definitely worth waiting for. I think it's a, it's a funny story. It's one that sprung to mind tonight when we was on about pizzas and uh, fantastic pizzas of Stroud, actually. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Big up charcoal grub. But yeah, getting back to the podcast, people, what we're going to do here is a monthly podcast brought to you by the Rapid BS Posse crew. Um, there's four of us plus one that's a DJ Castro. It's uh, basically a WhatsApp group that's turned into... It's a WhatsApp group, but I feel we should give a mention to our brother from another mother. The guy across the skit there, across the uh, Atlantic. Oh, yeah, well, I thought he was on about our man Sass, actually, up in Kingsway. Forget Sass. Kingsway, Kingsway, Sass, yo, big up, uh, Sass. Shame you couldn't make it tonight, mate, but I'm sure you'll be here for the next one. Yeah, oh, our other brother, I mean... Uh, Old School Steve. Big, big School Steve. Old School Steve, as we've got to know him, is... Uh, Homie from out in Florida. Um, we met him in the weirdest of circumstances via Instagram. Uh, struck <laughs> up a kind of a really good friendship with him. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, crazy guy, but he's got some great hip hop knowledge. But, great yeah, that's, hip-hop that's knowledge. another one we can save uh, to later and bring you some Big School Steve installments as we go. Yeah, okay, that sounds good. That sounds good. Um, so, if you don't follow us already, catch us on Instagram. We are Diners Rappin' BS, R-A-P-A-N-D-B-S. If you look now, we've just posted up a photo. Tonight is brought to you by Chicken Wings and Hot Sauce. And the hot sauce comes direct from Tubby Tom's. Big up, Tom. Send us some free shit. I was going to say, are they actually sponsoring our show? He is, but unbeknown to himself, he's going to be sponsoring us. Yeah, we're big that, up, Tom. We're on that ghost town right now. So. Nice to have you on board there, Tom, yeah. with the hot sauce. It's all about the hot sauce. But yeah, we're going to be talking rap and BS. Obviously, BS stands for, you know it. Bullshit. And uh, we talk a hell of a lot of that on our WhatsApp, so we thought we'd bring it to a podcast, and that's where we are here today. Yeah, that's it. We're set up. We're ready to go. We've all got subject matter to talk about. Um, we kind of know. Idea what, show. Yeah, we kind of know what some of them are. We don't know what the others are. Um, but yo, Catstro, um, we got a dope track playing now. Yeah, it's got some little uh, finesse on the tables there. The instrumentals, very nice. Yeah. yeah luckily, we got a great DJ along, um, so, so that always helps. Uh, can't front on the DJ, as they say. And our, D- our DJ's up front as well. Yeah, that's We it. don't put our DJ's at the back. That's right. DJ's number one, the MC's the last. You know, the MC's stand it. behind you the DJ it. in our crew. We're the first crew to ever do that, I think. I would actually say that. In fact, 
The MC stands stand in a different room. We call us mics. You don't see us. We just rap over your beats. You know, and then you come running after us because it's whack. No MCs allowed. That's it. <laughs> yeah. No MCs put them in a line. Okay, so we're going to get to this subject matter. When we say subject matter, we're going to come up with something. And I feel we should take this straight to Scott Ski to kick the show off. With the first instalment. What are you saying, Ski? Well, up, Ski. Step up to the mic. Right. Let's uh, approach a topic that's probably pretty recent. I'm going to talk about the um, Stetsasonic gig that happened a couple of days ago. Okay. All right, that so was in London, yeah? Yeah, that's it. So obviously, we did talk about going, but we didn't get a chance to go up there. No. And uh, I don't know if you've heard, there was a bit of a shambles by the sounds of things. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of these shows, you know, from overseas are never what they're billed to be. So there'd be like four MCs missing, and there'd be you know, a best friend of a best friend stepping on the mic, and suddenly be Daddy-O. And that happens a lot, I know. But um, yeah, I, I've got to be honest, I didn't think much about the show. I know big up Karen Inch High, she was coming along with Breakbeat Baron. And uh, yeah, I didn't really get to peep it, but um, yeah, I've heard disastrous tales. What are you saying, D? Yeah, I, you know what? I seen when it got released and I was mad hyped for it. Um, and as the date, I kind of forgot about it, and as the date grew closer, yeah. I saw everybody posting about it, and I was gutted, man. I was like, oh shit, what we've we done, we've gone and missed this out. Um, but then it was weird because I sat at home that night and then I suddenly had a Facebook notification saying the event's been deleted off Facebook. All right. Okay. I didn't know that. No, I didn't hear that story. Yeah, but I was like, man, I thought, who, who deletes an event halfway through? Something's gone down. I think this is the thing, Ski, you were saying there's some news tonight um, and some updates on the show and how it went down. Yeah, so just to fill you in, what kind of happened really was obviously... Um, the promoter was put on the event. Um, everyone, you know, the Stetsas on it were booked as a full band. Um, seems that Stetsas on it possibly changed management companies after the booking was taken. Then um, we jumped across. They jumped across to another management company. From what I hear, Daddy O dropped out. Maybe after this had happened, I don't know what. I think there is some more developments. Daddy O's, uh, I think maybe have released a statement on it, but I've not checked that out yet. Do the tour. I think the day before the gig, I think the promoters find out that there's only going to be two members. But I don't that's think. Whack. Yeah, and they, that's I, I think they just didn't tell anyone that that was going to be. You know, if you know that to expect, you can try and get your money back, cancel. You, you know, there's people who travel from all over Britain, even across from Spain and things like that. You know, yeah, well, you to know go what? to this. No. She travelled from Reading all the way from Reading. <laughs> Reading. <laughs> yeah. Damn. To be fair, yeah. you travel anywhere to get out of Reading, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Yes. So, basically, <laughs> turned up for the show. Um, seems like there's actually two members of Stetsas on it turned up. Uh, and Just, wi- Just Wise members? and Delight oh, yeah. as well. So, you know, you're missing your, your prime <laughs> members there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, um, Yo, excuse me, the one thing I did hear, though, Prince Paul has commented on it. And he said, I'm pretty sure, I hope I'm not taking his out of context, but... There's no no way now how he's going to ever perform a step to Sonic again. Okay. So he said he was never really booked for the show. Okay. Um, so interested. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I think it. his relationship ended years ago, didn't it, with Stetsa Sonic? Obviously, he moved on with Data Soul and Great Diggers and whoever else and his solo career. So, yeah, probably that ended a long time ago for yeah. him to go back, you know? I think going back to what I said earlier, I think I actually think it was um, Prince Paul that dropped out as the first member when the management changed. Right. Uh, there's even stories going around that Morgan Khan is involved in uh, 
managing them now okay. his current gig so there's obviously a, that's the street sayings guy yeah there's obviously yeah. a bit of a backlash he's some love him, some hate him within uh, the hip hop community in the UK. Yeah, yeah, we're. So, yeah, basically, there was only two members. For me, it would be about Daddy O. The yeah. whole show has to be about Daddy O. Yeah, Delight. Delight was nice. The DJ you know. was whack. I think they did like maybe 20, 30 minutes set, and yeah, a lot of people were walking out. So. I just want to go there. No, 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 I that's true. Yeah, that's true. No. No. Yeah, Shorty Blitz was just in the warm-up, so... Right. Yeah, we got Shorty Blitz, because um, the reports are that he was, you know, on point as ever. I think if I went to a Stetsasonic gig, I just want to hear one verse, and then they're done for me. I'll go and eat some chicken, or maybe take in a pie. And that would be uh, their verse of the Stop the Violence uh, same track, the 12-inch the, the single. That, that, there's a video going about them they doing did that, that track, yeah. That, they were a delight, you know, his verse on that was really yeah, nice, yeah. but... For me, that that would do actually, and then maybe to see some nice troop troop tracksuits and stuff. That'd be cool. Don't know if anyone was rocking troop that night. I don't know. Yeah, that, that would have gone down to be fair. But, uh, but you know, just just do. Um, are you, I mean, I was just gonna. You mentioned there about having some chicken in a hot pie. Yeah. Um, what is your favourite hip hop food? Hip hop food. Um, yeah, it's got to be chicken. Chick, 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 chicken. You know, organised confusion style chicken. Uh, for me all day I can't think of nothing better really in fact chicken's my favourite food anyway <laughs> I think uh, I mean yeah hot wings and hot sauce isn't it? hot wings and hot sauce chicken's got to be fried but yeah no but maybe we puck a pies well this is the first rap and bullshit um, uh, cookery show if you like well, I'm going to give you a little um, a recipe you can make anytime if you're feeling hungry or you're a bit low on cash and you're looking for some decent food Buy yourself a pucker pie, make yourself some gravy separately, get some frozen broccoli, yeah, obviously you heat that up, boil the broccoli, put that on your plate, microwave your pie for about three minutes, put the pie upside down on the plate, and then pour your gravy over the top of the pie, add your broccoli, an incredible meal, I'll say no more, incredible. Rapping boss! I think I think the I mean I've not heard one good report from the no I just think you know is it is it the artist taking the piss or is it the promoters That's you know, do these right. artists come over and think okay is a UK crowd we don't have to see them again we, we... I think we should mention though the doctor's orders you put with the promoters they did put out a statement of you know uh, explaining whatever went down went down and their full apologies uh, and they did feel as if they couldn't there was nothing they could do about it so. We have doctor's orders, they always put on good gigs, they always represent. Um, I haven't lost any faith in them at all. I've lost a little bit of faith in Stetson, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I think that's the problem. And when you get a large group, like your Wu-Tang Clan, you know, Stetson Sonic, you've got different characters to deal with, different egos, paying people different mates of money. I want a flight from here, I want for first class, you know, I want this, I want that. I want one of them cosy, you know, Lenny, Hen Lenny Henry pillows in my room. Um, you know, I, that Avra was terrible, by the way. But anyway, you know, I think that's the problem. So, you know, it, it's a tricky one. But yeah, I'm glad I didn't go. That's the main thing. I didn't waste my ducats on yeah, taking I mean, a trip down there. Yeah, exactly. For us West Country boys, it's a long way to travel. To yeah, to I think I think sometimes there's always a big risk going to see these old school artists. You know, that we've admired as when we were young. So, well, yeah, I'll take that risk. So, we'll just quickly mention while we're on the subject then, who have you seen? I mean, we tend to go to hip-hop gigs together, so who have we all seen in the last couple of years, and were they any good? I mean, I'm going to shout out, first of all, 
Let's see the Nas gig down at Bristol O2. I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, I think the standout gig for me though was the Juice Crew gig. Yeah, I agree. Years ago, I mean, a great turnout and a great performance by everybody. Yeah, I agree. I mean, only like we didn't see Biz Marquee, but you know, yeah. the rest of them turned up, which is more than we hoped for. Let's yeah. see. I thought the um, the Nas one was was okay actually, not too bad at all. Juice Crew was really good. But I think the standout one for me in many years was the, well, you know, recent years, was the Cool Keith gig in Bristol. He tore it up. He did a really nice set. He freestyled and everything. Had time for the fans. And also when we seen London Posse. London, London, London Posse, Posse in Bristol was good. London Posse was good. Good to see Bionic on stage. Yep. Um, what about the KOS one? We hijacked KOS, we hijacked KOS Emotion. We, we enjoyed that. That was a good gig. That, that, that was a fucking brilliant game. That was really funny. Um, BDK we saw down at the fleece at Bristol as well right. yeah, yeah I mean you can't touch King I don't think as a live live artist he's one of the best out there did we see Wu-Tang as well last yeah maybe they about they were okay. five they were members deep maybe were supporting they were a lot better I also enjoyed I've seen Lords of the Underground which yeah. gig I never thought I'd see and Smith and Wesson I enjoyed them Smith and Wesson they were really good yeah um, they did a good little set Black Moon as well I want to see them at one point I talk, think talk I saw whack shows what do I mean whack shows I mean I've got to you know I've got to give this uh, guy a, obviously a big up a legend in the game but MC Craig G in Bristol that time he, he was yeah. slipping I know his voice was going uh, he, you know he could have done some sort of lockets or maybe tunes but yeah he, his voice was terrible and that was a really bad show yeah well I mean I think the, I won't say disappointing but the, probably the worst one was the Wu-Tang one um, it was alright we had a few good few members there but it wasn't amazing yeah yeah I which you. I think is what they've become known as now as live they're not too good we caught PE a few years ago they were mm. fucking brilliant oh yeah they're, they're just a different level different level Daylow again Daylow were Day brilliant Soul, yeah, true professionals and put on a real good show when you think Republic Enemy they use yeah. live instruments which I'm dead against in hip hop but they use it to good effect saying that Stetsasonic Weren't they the first ever hip hop band? Hip hop band, you know, there you like, go. Um, like, a, what was the UK's answer to that? Okay, um, uh, on Cold Sweat. Um, uh, F Nines. F Nines, that's the it. The F Nines are a hip hop band. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On Cold Sweat, I remember them yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like early records, uh, for like bands, aren't they? Like recreating the old disco episodes. So Fat Bat Band. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. King Tim the Third. Yeah. Well, I growing up in Gloucester in the early eighties. You know, I used to think every hip hop track ever made was a live band. I didn't have a clue it was sampled. I didn't have a clue it was from record or anything. Seriously, that's yeah, all true. Yeah, yeah. I used to think, oh, where to get these musicians to make their beats? But yeah, that's going back in time. Do you know what though? I'm guessing people can guess from the, the way we're talking of what or the subject matter we're talking about is that we're old yeah <laughs> we're not new <laughs> I'm, I don't know about, about that but we're all yeah, 40, we're, all, we're all 40 plus let's put it that way but um, I'm not plus I thought I'm about 40 right yeah cuts are the same cuts are on the ones and twos by the way blazing the tunes in the background hooking up some nice beats as always also, another one of these artists touring, I think it's important, you know, through Facebook and Instagram, you can see some of these artists are still performing all the time, and you know they're probably a more reliable act to see than somebody Who's the one act that you would love to see? Dead or alive? Who's the Tim one Dog. Again, see Tim I've seen Dog. him before, I've seen him again. Tim Dog, again and again. Fair play, respect. I think I'll go for Guru in Premier. 
Uh, got to be Gangstar. Cutstro. Uh, Gangstar, Tropical Quest. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, I, I was thinking, yeah, Gangstar, and there you say that, I'd love to see them live in the, in the prime. EPMD in the prime. Uh, yeah, Organised Confusion. Yeah, I'd say that's my ultimate. You know, as was Organised Confusion, because I think them two, as a duo, were probably one of the best of all time. Well, definitely one of the best of all time when it comes to hip-hop. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, so let's move this along now to the next subject matter in all hand. And we're going to debut for this one. Scary, I haven't got clue what it is, so this is all live. And, uh, oh, yeah, we've got no idea here. Let's see what happens. Oh, he's got into the... He's got into the... Some grotting mags. It's um, quite too red. slightly visual, so I know that's not going to work, but okay. I'm hoping these guys are going to help me out. What I'm going to do is pull out a few albums, some of my favourite albums and 12s, and um, I want you to tell me what my subject matter is. Okay, he's got into his record bag. Okay, what we got? Duck Down BDP, Bigger Down Productions. Amazing. Yeah, Ski's got his own views on that. Electro uh, Break Dance. Okay. No, um, I know uh, my the, man Project C, Shay Project C, by the way, would love that album. Okay, so that was the um, the Break Dance. You can do it, Break Dance. Yeah. LP that I'm sure many of us UK heads have yeah. probably got a copy of or picked up a car boot for 50p. <laughs> Catch Money and Marvelous there. Play it cool. Just me, Marvelous, and I'm playing it cool. Cool. You got any idea, Cutstro, on what we're what the theme is? No, no me yet. Tommy Boy, greatest beats. So there's a link between all these, right? Okay. Oh wait, is it is it is it the year? No, it's not the year because no. Duck Dance okay. is really late. That's uh, just nice. Back to the old school. Oh, so you're on a bit old school hip hop? No. Is it to do with the clothing on the front? Randy MC. Tough and the lever. Tough lever. We had, we had. You got Brand Nubians, Punk Stuff Up, Get Beat Down, 12 Inch. Alright, I'm going to take. Is it a guess? Is it something to do with like sneakers on the front? Thank you. Oh, Boom. there we go. The sneaker heads That's are in it. the house. Well, I just want to say each of these albums are 12s. Uh, it's got a dope shot of um, some great trainers from back in the day. So, what else have we got? I've got Showbiz and AG. Runaway Slave, one of my favourite albums of all time. Incredible yes, LP. Incredible. It's tricky run DMC. Yeah, my Adidas. Bismarcky, dropping the Converse weapons on uh, the Human Orchestra, make the music with your mouth, Biz. Ice Cube, the one that's overlooked quite a bit, the Ice Cube, America's Most Wanted. Um, Where's the sneakers, D? At the bottom there. Oh, Got the front. I think he's pretty sure he's wearing Wildwoods, and he's wearing the Jordan Flight jumper. If you're into your trainers, this is a big thing. I used to cover those trainers, man, all the time. When it comes to trainers in the crew and rapping BS crew, I must say, Taboo um, and Skier, the boys, um, mine and Sean knowledge is your best to show. Our knowledge is kind of weak. Uh, but these boys know their stuff when it comes to kicks. So, Brother Kenny, your bum rush to show. You know, Chuck's wearing aviators on the back. On the back, back diagram. Um, not that and last one, another one that's not what you thought of. But Dizzy Rascal dropping the Air Maxes on the front of the corner. Oh, that's Air Maxes, is it? What, what Air Max? What model? Um, those are 93s. 
Okay, okay. I'm all about the Air Max ones personally. And I bought along this as well, which is the Tribe album, the Low End Theory. Um, there's the track on there, Bugging Out, second track on there. I don't know whether Ian's got time to quickly cut it in or not. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah. Cool. Did you leave your KC Flight LP at home? Today? Yeah, oh, okay. okay. Good shake, good shake. Simply for the line, I want to play Bugging Out. Um, for when Five says I wear New Balance sneakers so I can keep a narrow path. Okay, uh, cool. Classic line from hip-hop. If you're a sneakerhead, then that's a big line. You'll know that line. I like the nice line. Um, and I'm a Nike head. I wear chains that excite the feds. But yeah, I mean, you are the sneaker boys. You two take the mic and just talk sneakers. Yeah, I like the, uh, that was the Black Moon line. Uh, Being like a speaker with my $100 sneakers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there we go. I mean, there's so many lines. I think trainers um, are a massive thing for a hip hop. Um, as I said, there's plenty of hip hop album covers, 12 covers. I'm just listening out of my, my ear to the, to the classic line. In fact, I'm sure Kutcher's going to cut it back when he hears it. Um, oh, there you go. We just missed it. I was just talking over it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my bad. Come here. There you go, there you go. So yeah, that's a big line for a trainer head. Um, so I'm pretty sure most of us are into our trainers really, and we all wear them for different reasons, and we can all probably name a Hip Hop 12 or album where they're rocking dope sneakers or trainers as we say in the UK. So that's my, and also I want to give a shout out, sorry, to Bobby, Bobby Garcia, Yo. for his book, Where'd You Get Those? Oh, I need to see that book, that looks dope. That's my second copy, so you can borrow that, Dee. Sheesh, that's a good touch. Yeah, what's your feeling, Ski, sneakers-wise? What yeah, saying? mate, love sneakers. Um, probably got into them. Do we call them sneakers or do we call them trainers? Yeah, all right. I'm a trainer. I'm just saying trainers. I do sometimes call them yeah. sneakers, I must say. I slipped in that, but I'm not I'm not a Nike sayer. I'm a Nike sayer. What about Adidas, Adidas? Quickly, quick, Adidas quick. for me. I say Adidas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I get grief for saying Adidas off people. Adidas. It's always a good one for me for spelling, you know. Doobie, what are you saying? I'm saying Adidas. Yeah, yeah. Adidas, well, I mean, there you are, 50 50 split. I never got into the whole. Tra- I, I've loved trainers and I've always had good, decent trainers being a hip hop head. Um, but for me, they were. Oh, nice. For me, it was all about comfort. When I used to break dance years ago, you had to have something to break dance in. And to be honest, we were rocking, rocking a pair of trainers that no one knows now, apart from a few mates of mine called WizKids. They were the real deal. <laughs> then you moved up to your Dunlops, your Danny K's, and then you suddenly got into your Pumas later on, and Adidas, Nike, and etc. But for me, it was about that. And then Air Max Ones come out, game over. Oh, Troops, got a shade of Troop as well. Yeah, I think for me, I got, I got, I, I could, they go hand in hand, like say with hip hop and American culture that you kind of get into growing up with hip hop. But yeah, my, I mean, my parents would never buy me good, good trainers. Never buy me good ones. My, you know, my mum used to go shopping with Ian's mum when we were little, little kids, and uh, Ian would come home with a pair of Nikes. My mum would take me to the shoe shop. I'd come home with a pair of Nicks. Uh, <laughs> right, you know, less than a quarter of the price. Oh, that's not a good. So, yes. Doing, yeah, and then have to look at watch cuts from where you know where sneakers are around. But it goes back to um, the early days of hip hop and people being inventive with clothing and making the best of what they had. So I remember, even if you had a pair of whack trainers that were just plain white, you'd spice up some nice laces and you know maybe even try and rip off the label, the high tech, to make him be a, a name that you know someone would recognise, you know, as a cool name or just try and front really. And, 
making you live in large when really you're, you're not living, living on E. You're living totally on E. But one of the great stories from this book, again, this is called Where Do You Get Those from Bobby or Garcia? If you've got the interesting trainers, then yo, it's worth checking out. One of the first customs he done is he had some Columbias. Uh, no, sorry, Air Force Zeros. And he painted them Columbia Blue, which is a university in the US. And that's that's how he first got into trainers, sneakers, um, and now he travels the world doing it. But yo, that's my subject matter. There's some great hip hop albums there, some great hip hop trials. Yeah, nice one, D. Um, what are you saying, D? Yeah, liking your segment there, mate. That caught me off guard because I wasn't looking at, you know, a visual thing there. I was just trying to make a connection on years and mm-hmm. whatnot with the material you brought in. But some great LPs and. Yeah, sneakers is a massive subject. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes in hand. So, you know, they go on about the elements of hip hop. I think you could almost put trainers in there. I keep yeah, saying sneakers now, don't I? Clothing in general. I mean, yeah. You know, we've all poured through Hip Hop Connection magazine, the source, looking at you know these clothes that these rappers are all wearing that we looked up to as kids. Yeah, you know, those clothes and sneakers. So. I mean, there's been some badly dressed hip hop acts over the years. Oh no doubt. You know, Clu- silk suits and all. <laughs> yeah, you know, but yeah, definitely, it's a, it's a big subject. Funny enough, there's a famous. Or infamous, I say, photo of um, Castro's back on the beach. It's not Cameron, but um, who am I talking about? The guy, the, the rapper that used to be White Clef. Oh, I thought you were going to make YBT. Cannabis. Yeah. Where he done a photo shoot uh, for this denim company, I think it is. And he, have you seen that Castro? Have you seen that photo? No, I'm aware. Of. You're aware of it. And it's horrendous. He's basically just. <laughs> laid out on the floor giving it the big oh, yeah. playboy Jeez. man thing whatever but if you was getting paid good money would you do that no fuck no how yeah I'll do it straight here. away <laughs> show me the cash I'm down in the little fridge mate we got a little <laughs> fridge in the corner it's actually um, a Simpsons fridge but it works quite well it's a little cooler actually but yeah we've got some sweets we've got some Harry Bowls it's like a kid's picnic up in this place so my subject matter I'm going to big up some people first you know, to um, to start off, I got a big up uh, my man Project C, DJ Format, Mr. Thing, people who kept it real with this in the early days of collecting these Rap 45s, and the way it's gone, the phenomenon of the Rap 45. These days, everyone's on that tip. Uh, Sass, as we know, is anti seven inch 45, even though he's buying them on the deal. But yo, but. Um, but my memory of the seven-inch single, oh jeez, for 45 hip hop was, they were whack. I didn't like them back in the day. They were things you threw at the bedroom window, and I did actually do that. Um, but now they're a big deal. Yeah, years ago when I was, it's a true story. When I was about 15, 16. I think I told Ski before. I had a parlor hip hop 45s that tell, I didn't like. Tell them, tell them which one, one of them was. Yeah, well, yeah. I, come to that. Come to that. I, I had some gems. What oh, name man, would I'm be gems? Yeah. I was in my mum's window. We lived at home then, and I had these 45s that I've never played, and realised they were good to kind of throw. In fact, under my chin, I've got a scar there somewhere. Yeah, where a 45 stuck in my neck. So really. <laughs> Honest truth, I swear to God, I swear on Danielle's life. Right. Well, sure the dead is when it comes to the people now. talking about 45s, I was the original man. I was cutting them shits back in the day in my neck. Me and my friends were using one as a frisbee across a field. He had glasses, Mark. He threw one and it stuck right in my neck. And I pulled it. What was this kid's name? And there's a scar. Mark D. Shout Mark D for throwing that record on my neck, bro. Um, that's when I first got into 45. So all you people faking the funk talking about, oh, I did it first. Probably got into 45. <laughs> yeah. 45's got into you. Yeah. But no, going back to that, we were, I was throwing these at the window. There's some cold chilling going out the window. And they were sticking into my mum's grass because it was a wet day. 
And there was, um, I mentioned to Project C recently, there was uh, Jungle Brothers, 40 Love with Trooper, and there was some automatic MCs in there and a couple of big gems, what a gem's name. But back then, you could buy them in Woolworths, 50p. Yeah, I know. It was all in that bargain bucket. They were in the bargain bucket and we didn't like them. As hip hoppers, we didn't like them. And now... A lot of guys like him, a lot of guys don't like him. And that's what I'm going to ask you boys, what you think about the Hip Hop 45. I love a Hip Hop 45, but it's a um, <laughs> lesser, lesser quality, as in sound quality. Um, the format itself is crap, it's cheap. And you're going to pay four times the price of what you would the 12, if not more. Um, so, you know, I mean, we're... Pushing yeah. that, bringing back the hip hop trap, man. And you still you haven't got the, you know, the mixes, the acapellas, you yeah. know, all that instrumentals. No, I think that's the problem. You can look at it and say, you know, they're not as good as a 12. I think we all know that. But what I like about it, and really, the re- real reason I got back into it, because I wanted to own that automatic MCs again, sort of um, as something, you know, like heritage I had when I wanted one back. But I think that they're really good for carrying a nice small box yep. you know you get a lot of music in your box um, kind of like that and other things like that you know and also they're just nice collectibles for me that's more than anything they're collectibles and you do pay big money for them you know yeah. some crazy money you know looking at three, four hundred pounds it's going the same way as Northern Soul etc funk you know Ian knows the deal what do you think you know, of what your thoughts five, cut through uh, they're right man you like yeah, I don't know. They're okay, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? It's, it's just a record at the end of the day. But I know you've got some gems. Yeah, I've got some records. But, but Cutso's always been, I think you've been buying them, I'll, picking them up. You've never sort of, you yeah, know, if you yeah, see them cheap, you've always picked just, them up, haven't you? It's just records, isn't it? It's like if you haven't got it on, didn't have it on 12 inch, then um, you get it on 7 inch. You know what I mean? Whatever you saw, if you saw it, then. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I don't, you know, they're cool. They're quite, you know, anything I think that. Uh, Brings enjoyment if you're into, do you know what I mean? Like, uh, if you're, if you're, yeah, anything that brings like enjoyment to it and to have fun, then it's all good in it, do you know what I mean? It doesn't have yeah. to, uh, also like to DJ with they're all right in it, like, but I find they they seem to dish a bit more than 12s. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they, they're not so good as I think you've got to keep them up by having you have them flat, they seem to dish a bit more than they're flat. One thing that I find when DJing with 12s is, um, sorry, 45s, is the weights you put on there do make a big difference. Yeah, yeah, for real, Those yeah. Sydney Def, Def Jam weights, you know, big up, they were the first that I seen to be properly heavyweight for, for the scene as such. Yeah. They made a massive difference, man. Yeah, yeah. I've got, I think I've got, what I've got, um, what was that? Three, five, one, six, I think the adapter, I can't pin the... Well, the geezer's name is now 516, 316 adapters or something. Oh, right, they're pretty right. good. They're, they're, they're pretty fresh. Yeah. But no, the sevens, like, they're cool, man. You just sort of. They're, they're fun, you know, but interesting, aren't they, I guess? Do you yeah. know what I mean? So, like, you know, but I still think the most important thing is, like, the music, as long as it's sounding good, it doesn't really, doesn't really matter. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's good to get a you know probably hip hop DJ's point of view there because that's the thing, isn't it? I think some of us, I'm a collector more than a DJ, always have been. When you get a guy there, you know, Cutstro, just saying that, you know, to him it's just music, it's just another format. And if you go in a shop and find a little little gem, then great, you pick it up on 45. But I think the thing is, some people have got a problem that, why are you paying, you know, £150 for that 45 when you get the 12 for 4 99 Yeah, I'd always buy a 12, or, you know, I'd, I'd rather, if, if there's a 12 and a 7, I'd buy a side by side, but 
I'd always go for 12 first. Yeah, but yeah. I'd also buy the 7 for as well, it's always one too expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, but I got crazy into it, started shelling a bit of pee on it, I can't lie, and try to make it. I was one of these guys, and I was buying them back in 86, you know, and I was buying three or four. You know, I've been, you know, spending, spending steady cash. I know you bought some nice pieces, did Yeah, you? no, I've got a few nice pieces in the collection, but what I will say, it's fucking great to DJ with. For me personally, just turning up with a bag of 45s yeah. as opposed to two or three crates of 12s. Oh, definitely. It is nice just to bring that one bag along and knowing that each one is gunfire as well. Yeah. Um, just quickly, the one thing else which I enjoy is not having to fucking play that six, seven, eight minute remix that's on a lot of 12s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with yeah, 45s, you got like three and a half minutes, you got to get in there yeah, in and out. Yeah, You've got like, toilet breaks. You've done like a long set. Like <laughs> two, three, four hours of sevens. Like, you've, 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 Your one hour sets, guest appearance <laughs> only, man. That's all I do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rapping Bush! I think what one thing that does bother me about the 45 scene is like, at the moment, it just seems, it's almost a little bit of saturations coming in now and that people are just putting anything out on 45. And yeah. it's stuff that... People, people, no, there's no, doesn't need, there's no need to be pressed. Like I'll give you an example: is probably nice and smooth that can have your cake and eat it. Yeah, you know, it is a whack track. You know, I yeah, agree. No, Why I put agree. that on a 45? Because it ain't a good track. If they want to put a nice and smooth track on, they put gold on there. You know, yeah. that's a joint for me. Gold digger, sorry. Oh, sorry, gold. gold sorry, yeah, yeah, nice and smooth. Sorry, yeah, that one. But yeah, you know that is true. But I like. Yeah, there's some, and I think this, the pricing of them is just silly sometimes. You know, some of these guns you're paying, how much were those, when, like, that nice and smooth one, or just on a bike? It was like £25. Yeah, you know, 20, some people are doing £25, you know, yeah, for a 45 Japanese and all Come that. Come on, man. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, I just think, you know, it, it, it is going that way of like the normal soul boys, and I've always said that we're going to end up like normal soul guys. We'll all be in a room, no women there at all, we all hate each other. We're running each other down. Yo, he's got this. Yo, we, do, we do that already. Yeah. Oh, come yeah, on. But it's going to get worse, man. <laughs> it's going to get worse with age. Yeah, we have to control it. We have yeah, to control but we're all middle-aged men now, so this is the way we're going to go. We hate the world. <laughs> I'm, I'm young at 25. <laughs> Yo, young at heart. Oh, man. Well, I'm, I'm coming near towards, you know, 50. Sheesh. But Sass is a lot closer than I am, that's all I'll say. So I'm not the oldest of the crew, thank God. But another thing with these 45s, I think there are people out there, and you've all seen them on Instagram, that will buy absolutely anything that's put out on 45 yeah, these they days. Do. And it's and the, shit fr- they and play. the first thing they do with it when they get it, oh, yeah. they put it on Instagram. Yeah. Keep that shit to yourself, we yeah. don't want to see it. That's, that's, a, that's a big thing. I mean, I think, you know, it's, it's all about how you want to do things. But for me... If I've got something like a real gem, I don't want to put it out there. I don't even want knowing. knowing it's knowing what that. it is, these people trying to gain props by social media rather than playing that shit out at a gig and getting props. Yeah, it's, it's changed. The game's changed. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Some people are really good at it. Some people do it well. You know, again, I've got to bring up Project C because he does it right. Uh, DJ Benny Bernie does it really well. <laughs> so some people, you got to say, yeah, they're doing it for that reason. But for me, if I've got a little gem, you know what I'm like? I've got better, actually, but I used to be terrible. I ain't telling no one until I played it. So I think, basically, I think what we're saying in conclusion to all this is 
check the rap and BS Discogs page we've got some mad 45s for sale yeah yeah that's it it's no one when to sell them shits that's the thing you know that's the pension part hopefully <laughs> you know ring. like eventually eventually get in this godforsaken country and move to Spain which is you know a, a dream of mine but anyway that's moving on so, so, cut, so have you got even more to add on that 45 scene nah, nah. No, that's a definite yeah. no. So, yeah, we've rounded that one up. So now we're down to my man. Well, we've done all our subject matter, haven't we? We have. Has Castro got anything to throw in the mix? I thought one. What was the, uh, I don't know, the best hip hop record label? Oh, man. What are you saying as a label? You're saying artwork, or are you saying as in artists on the label? Uh, are we talking about UK subsidiaries? I mean, obviously. I think one that we're all going to say is cold chilling, right? Yeah. I'm going to go for um, a UK label, Tough Groove, because I just love Tough Groove. Um, they put only a f- free releases, but, you know, they were great, great releases and brought some pioneer UK MCs on board. And also, it, more than anything, it's the logo for me. I think it's the best logo in rap, full stop. Um, you know, I think other logos are kind of... I, I don't know. I mean, someone, you know, I, I've forgotten, but someone did tell me that, actually. If anyone time. knows, can they um, contact us on, on Twitter? Yeah, maybe contact us on Twitter if you know the answer to that one. Yeah. Um, Rap and BS podcast on Twitter yeah. or Rap and BS on Instagram. It wasn't because of their rape. <laughs> yeah, that's a different hotline, I think. <laughs> yeah, but no, um, you know, I think... It wasn't for me. It wasn't obviously because of their output. It's just what I did for UK rap, and it was a, it was a, it was a long burner because people didn't know about it straight away, including myself. And they're suddenly like, "Damn, you know," and you got all these great MCs on there. Uh, so that one, US wise, I'll probably go. Oh man, I think I like to think of one of these lesser labels, if you like, you know, the Prism and whatnot. But I think I'll have to go Def Jam just because of you yeah. know you have to go Def Jam, don't you? Really. You know, Tommy Boy does some nice stuff, although supposedly they're ripping data soul off nowadays, but that's, that's another, another subject matter for another podcast. That yeah. One, I think, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's an interesting yeah. one. Um, but Def Jam Dumb recordings. Dumb doing good stuff. Yeah, right, and they're right, a more independent label, aren't yeah, they? Like, yeah, sleeping back, obviously, back in the day. What about your West Coast thing? Orpheus always stands out for me, which is what comes as most wanted used to come on. And they have that lovely... Oh, it's just a, it was actually a beautiful kind of... Um, the beautiful logo on the record, that's what I always remember. Yeah, always Death Row, I mean, that's that, isn't it? Big Shug. Big Shug in the house. Sure. So you got one ski, what's your... Well, I like Duck Down. Duck Down. Um, say like Def Jam. I think that's the first thing that popped in my head with Def Jam, Cold Obvious answers. Def Jam, Def Jam is so iconic. That, that logo, I mean, that... I remember the first time I saw a Def Jam baseball jacket, bar jacket, just blew my mind. I was like, shit, I want that. I want that. Um, as for UK, I mean, Cold Sweat was today just with the, the, the colour green, yeah. you know, it was iconic. Justice or Just Dice? Yeah. Or Justice. Justice. Um, West was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 691. At the Uzi, 691. Bigger yeah. Blade, Bigger Blade. Doing his own thing there. So, yeah, talking about Blade, hopefully we're Yo, trying... did, Do you know what? I just friend request. I didn't want to... Yeah, high focus. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realise Blade was on Facebook. <laughs> I didn't realise Blade was on Facebook, so I've just connected with yeah, him on Facebook. Yeah, he is on there. Yeah, yeah. He is on. So hopefully, really, I think 
would be brilliant if we get him on the show. Yeah, well, that's, that's the a, idea of the show the as we go on. We get This is like our first ever one. It's a bit of a trial, it's a bit of a, a tester, if you like. And Cutstro's come up here and rigged up the mics, which has been good of him. And we've, we're just getting it popping. And hopefully, as time goes on, we'll bring some guests on. And, you know, we'll get, we'll get it smoothed out. Nice yeah, and smoothed out. That's it. So stick with us. But yeah, the Blade 691. You've got you to gotta admire him for the way he did that. A bit like Too Short, you've got to say, from the West Coast. But, um, you know, the way Blade, you know, had his record money. Or, the orders were already in before he made the album. You know, and he sold it that way, which was the first I can remember. Yeah, Definitely you, know, UK. you know, now everyone was doing that, you know, that independent thing. And, yeah. You know, the, similar to the... Crowdfunding, you know, he was he was doing that back then. So yeah, it's Blazer Trail. Everyone else, he was crazy. You know, we all probably had aspirations to be rappers and DJ. You know, famous rappers and DJs when we were younger. And we only wanted to get on major labels, didn't we? That's what we, you know it's about. But it's just for one more little one yeah, side note in the mix. Yeah, that is the the best. Uh, it's the gatefold cover. Him yeah. When it opens up, taking the piss with the super tennis. Wearing those Reeboks. And you got you got another, your name. Another, another classic trainer album cover. Yeah, yeah true. Kind of tenants, I remember. Yeah, that's right. Tenet's and you got your name on the album, didn't you, if you paid him up front. And I was about a week late, but my mate Ryan Spires, big up to Ryan, his name's on there forever, and that's still on there. And I was always a bit like, oh, damn. If only I sent that check when I was meant to. You know, Darren, Darry D. Norris would have been on there somewhere. You know, Darry D, Darry, Big Tunes, Norris would have been right splattered across the uh, centrefold of the album cover. And um, that was a gig we were all at together before we knew each yeah, other. Yeah, before yeah. we knew each other back yeah. in the day at the Guildhall yeah, Gloucester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was there hooked um, up with Blade. I think that, yeah, I think we all met him at one point. Photos taken with him. Um, the Mad Night. Probably yeah. my first hip hop gig, to I'm being honest. Yeah, definitely me and Cutso's first gig. I think we were like, I think we were the youngest people there, about 14 years old. Uh, at the front. Shit, I think I robbed you when you were there. That's where yeah. I know you from. I doubt that. I know there was, I some people... <laughs> there was definitely some people I knew waiting to rob people up that night. When I came out of there, I won't name names, but I know one of them had a metal bar, and that's definite. And um, but I don't know if anyone did get robbed. I left way before that happened. I remember buying the, uh, the uh, Nine Ghosts Instinctive Strength of Blade there, and being so starstruck that... I, got, I was too scared to ask to get it signed. So yeah, I still got a copy of that. I need yeah. to get Blade signed. And they had London. Uh, no, they had hijack there. No, not hijack. They had um, gunshot. gunshot. That's it. Gunshot. Yeah. And I was yeah. at that one as well. Yeah, we were there too. Harry Blue and yeah. White Child Ricks was amazing. White Child Ricks. White Child Ricks. Yeah, definitely. But the first gunshot is is cancelled. The first one, wasn't it? there's a bomb scare at the Guild Hall. That's right. Yeah. And, um, God. Yeah. Yes, that was cancelled. What year was that? That was like 94, probably. 90, yeah, 90, yeah, I think Blade was what, 92, 93? Yeah, Blade was first, isn't it? Um, <laughs> but I was yeah, amazed by Ricks. Oh, know, incredible, incredible. Great DJ, DJ isn't he? And producer as well, man. Producer, like, the, yeah. People don't talk he, about him very often. Ah, he's like a, a one-man bomb squad, basically. Yeah. How he, uh, is he still a white child Ricks, or is he now I, like I one half does, of Aphex Twin or something nah, stupid I like think, that? I think there's like graphic design work or something. I don't know. I don't think there's any actual music. Because there's that new, well, Gunshot single, was just Alkaline. Yeah. Was it just yeah. Alkaline? And didn't they, he worked some like four-star general, didn't he, back in the day? I think he used to do the, um, the belts or the, the graffiti shit. Yeah, and he used to sell mixtapes and stuff. Yeah. All the, the, like... Shouts Rob, you used to do uh, Four Star General stuff as well. Yeah, so yeah, White Child Ricks, wherever you are, man, big up, because yeah. legendary yeah, DJ. Guest for the show. Yeah, I remember that would be probably the best guest ever, I'd say, White Child Ricks. Because I've never seen many interviews. Seen him cut up, cut, 
I don't think we've got enough time to get him on the show. Professor Griff, and we'll have searching as well. That, yeah, that would be fun. So, yeah, we could do some, a, a rap beef segment, maybe. Get two people who've had past beefs to iron eight on the sofa. Jerry Springer. I was going to say, let's hear back. Let's, if, if anyone listens to this, if, ever get, if anyone ever gets to listen to this, all the way through from start to finish, which I doubt it, it will happen, but let's hope they do. Let's know what you think about us getting White Child Ricks on the show. Maybe we can invite him down to the to the hideout, and we can, um, yeah, just blaze it and you know just talk ish. Yeah, because you know if he does come on, White Child Ricks, if you're listening to this, by the way, if you want to come on, you want to pick up some skills. And you want any tips, you know, I can help you out with just cuts, your fades, your scratches, whatever you need, bro. I got you. It'd be, it'd be interesting to hear his thoughts on the Rap 45 scene. Whether an old school UK DJ would be interested in that or, or whether he's got a mad collection or whether he thinks it's all ish. So we've spoke a lot of BS tonight, a lot of bullshit as normal. We probably could go on to midnight, no problem. But I think maybe we should look at rending at the show. It's been a little classic venture. It's our first one. So props, big shakes out to the man Dabu. Thank you, dude. Thank you. Props to yourself. Um, so Ski, you got something you want to say? Cool, yeah. No, just thanks everyone for tuning in, wherever you are in the world. Um, if there's anyone there's anyone listening. listening. But yeah, we're grateful wherever you are. Um, so yeah, just if you want to give us a follow on Instagram, we are Rap and BS. And uh, we're also on Twitter as well as Rap and BS Podcast. And um, obviously if you go on Instagram, you can follow the links and you can find each of our individual Counts, mine's uh, Scott Ski Love. Uh, yeah, I'm Doobie 4. And Tunes 12.45. And we should shake my man Sass. He'll be with us for the next show. And obviously, we've got Cutstro coming up. Yeah, just that for Dale Cutstro. Yeah. So that's it from Rap and BS Podcast 1. Uh, and Ketstro's going to have the final say. Just want to run, uh, finish off with a new tune from my man, Ill Treats. Uh, glad to meet you. And Ill Treats' new album. This one's featuring Grand Pooba. It's out now on vinyl. Dope album, well worth peeping. Yeah, and hopefully another guy we're going to get on the show as well. Yeah, at some point, at some point. Yeah, yeah, Pooba on. All right, wicked. Peace out. Peace out, troops. Aye. Again, back with Pooba on the track And you ain't heard this jam Keep we turning heads like we passing out sweets Give you something new every time that we meet Yo, it's bigger than you dream Life is just a dream Might just lift you off your feet It's simple, we up in the lead You ain't effing with the team When victory has been achieved Mix the sugar with the cream To keep the teapot boiling We rock and rolling And wide of London Worldwide we running And don't plan to give up Cause a weak mind I can't share Don't plan to get much That's why I pour my heart out With every track that I bust Hope these tracks are enough To get back to this world of trust If you ain't got a good heart You ain't rolling with us Gotta give some to get some That's the motto in the bus Full throttle kick your rhymes Make it sound like you love It's like Don't even want You know you wanna make it happen Give you something new Every time that we meet Don't even want